0: Welcome to Live the Fuel. Welcome to Live the the Fuel. Welcome to Live the Fuel. Focusing on health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney.
1: All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So this evening, I'm bringing on, yes, once again, yet another new co-host for our show. And uh, we got some new talent, some new blood And we're actually dialing in remote to Syracuse, New York, to give you guys a little locality, that whole upstate New York region. They're a little colder right now. I just got back from there uh, last week, and uh, it was a little chilly, and a a few snow flurries. They uh, haven't really kicked into the full lake effect snow yet, but then again, I haven't been up there this week, so we may find out what's going on up there. But let me tell you who you guys are going to meet, okay? This gentleman is coming together now. We're going to get into what that means, all right? Together Now Incorporated. He's got an extensive background in dealing with clients and building networks throughout the community, okay? Uh, He's currently working on getting his bachelor's at LeMoyne for, and LeMoyne University, LeMoyne College, we'll get into that too, for marketing, that's why he and I end up connecting, geeking out a little bit, and is a hardcore dedicated student, okay? Because again, this podcast, Gen X, giving back to the millennial and the Z generation, yada, yada, yada. So he's hustling through school right now, and I've been there myself, and we're gonna talk about that. But prior to LeMoyne, He spent six years in the manufacturing industry. He's held positions from shipping to receiving to a buyer, ended his career as a manufacturing manager. So at a young age, he's already gotten around the block. Again, another reason why he and I connected. We're vibing on this. And um, as a buyer and a manufacturing manager, he developed key skills to communicate with vendors, review contracts, negotiate deals. So like, yeah, this sounds like a resume, but I think these are valuable lessons learned that he's going to be able to get back to you on today's episode. So this experience led him to be like very good at networking with companies and building a clientele list, developing relationships with his colleagues. So he's like the perfect fit for like a director and director development position, which is kind of funny because that's how he's not connected, right? He's actually directing and leading a not-for-profit, which we're going to talk about today. So without further ado, Jonathan Clark, sir, welcome to the show.
0: Scott, <coughs> pleasure having me. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure meeting you as well at the loft.
1: Yeah, man, um, we 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 yeah. Real quick to the listeners, I I travel yeah, yeah. a lot. Okay, I for the transparency of the show, I got to meet Jonathan because I've never stayed at an aloft. It's actually pronounced aloft, right? Not a loft. So I yeah. pronounce it aloft. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So aloft yeah. is like this. I don't know, like cool, trendy, hip hotel thing going on. Like, I don't know how you would describe it. That's how I'm going to go with it. But I saw it being built in Syracuse. I passed through there at least once a month. And I hopped on Hotels.com. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to drop in there tonight. And now I'm a huge fan. And I think I want to stay there. And I believe now the brand's owned by Marriott, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Marriott Marriott and
1: SPG. Yep. And you're rocking the bar. Like Again, you're a hustling, entrepreneurial-minded marketing educational student hustling in the bartending life where I used to play when I was younger as well. Okay. I, I rocked the bartending life. One of my most favorite jobs ever, mind you. And, uh, and actually the, the, the end of your bio here, I wanted to quickly share for our listeners was besides being a bartender and a student and a guy who's working with a profit that he helped create, but like you left a tagline here. Okay. Um, set goals for yourself, stick to pursuing those goals every day embrace change, network, always believe in your own potential. And you closed out with, you hope to get your degree, which you already know you're getting that now, because that's what you and I talked about at the bar, and to continue building that network and develop relationships with your community. And that's why I told you right then and there, I'm like, dude, you need to get on the show. I want to help you do all those freaking goals in one simple episode. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So I'm glad you seized the day, man. You car PM the, di- the shit out of it and you're already on. <laughs> like it's one week later and you're already on the show. I mean, now, granted, I'm not going to release this episode for a couple of weeks. So for the people who are actually finally hearing this, um, we're recording this on December 20th. And I do believe I met you. It was literally a week ago today, I think. Wasn't it Wednesday night? Yeah. I think it was it the was- 13th. Yeah. It was
0: Wednesday night. It was trivia night at the loft. I wasn't even supposed to be working, Boom. and uh, I, yeah, I picked up a shift for somebody, and there it happens. There you go. That was it.
1: So okay, so let's catch our listeners up, man. Like, how many podcasts have you been on?
0: Uh, You're popping my cherry. So Boom. this is my first ever okay.
1: one. I love it. I love it. Because by the way, I've used that term yeah. multiple times. You're not the first, okay? I've popped many cherries. I don't know on, how I feel about that. Right? On this podcast show. And uh, and it's been a mix of men and women. So I I, I try and spread that love a little bit. So okay. <laughs> So, okay. We geeked out a little bit at the bar. I definitely yeah, racked yeah. up a nice couple of rounds, uh, which I don't normally do. I'm a crazy health nut and... It's just you know what I was. It was such a crazy week of travel. I had to drive through freaking snow from Albany, New York, just to get to your hotel, which was yeah, always yeah. a blast. All right. the whiteout effect on I ninety. Let's be real. I've done that multiple times. So yeah, yeah, right. Isn't this such a great time? Yeah, it's it's a blast. Yeah,
0: and <laughs> I'm not worried.
1: I'm not worried about me. It's all the other yak yak slaw, whatever the hell you want to call them. Like they're like rubbernecking around in a whiteout condition. I'm like, look straight ahead and focus yeah.
0: on where you're going with your car. Yeah. Don't pass on the left-hand side. Just just keep going. Just exactly. try to get to your destination. Right.
1: So, so let's, let's dig in, man. All right. I, I loved your energy. I loved where you were going. And again, obviously I hint, I, I want to get back, man. I'm like, I love this, man. I gotta, I gotta hook this guy up. I gotta help get his brand out there. This whole unplugged CNY, which is uh, again to our listeners, guys, they're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at unplugged CNY. We'll do some screen sharing on this episode, but um before we get into that, like, what made you, carpe DM, so to speak, seize the day, and actually follow through and get on this freaking show? Because just because I told you you should do it, doesn't mean that everybody does this, right? There's a behavioral thing going on here, and I just wanted to hear what happened in your head, and what made you finally follow through and just make it happen?
0: It's simple. Uh, for me, it's all about networking. It's all about understanding that you can meet people in public, you can meet people at private events, but... Even if you meet them, you have to follow up. Mm-hmm. And I've taught in multiple you know, directions and I've always looked at life in a way where I just want to talk to people and I just want to meet them. And when I met you, you told me about your podcast. I was like, hell yeah, I'll do the podcast. Like, <laughs> wh- what's it going to hurt? You know, like, you know, I have a product that I want to get out there and I want to at least market this product and I want people to know my passion behind this product. And I figured how is a good way to do that? And there you are at my bar. You give me a card. I'm like, you're like, hey, go on my website, check the schedule, you know, plan yourself on the schedule. And I was like, all right, done.
1: Yeah. The
0: next day I did it. I emailed you and I, I'm all about follow up. And I feel like if you network, people are going to forget 95% of the conversations that they have. Mm, so you got to point. right away early on. So they understand who you are and they understand that you're actually passionate about what you guys talked about.
1: Well, so interesting point on this. Number one, yeah. you just, you just might drop the shit out of this episode already by helping the listeners understand the value and the power of following up. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. I've been, a, I've been in sales for many, many years as a marketing and sales professional, the average sales process to go by the book well, actually there is no book, honestly, there's no freaking book. Okay. It could take from five follow-ups to 12 to 15 follow-ups to close a deal or close a relationship, or I guess achieve whatever goal you wanted to get out of that transaction. It doesn't always have to be a monetary value or consumption of a product or service. Let's be real. Um, again, networking, yeah. Yeah. the difference is who's actually going to step up, who's actually going to follow up. So, I just want to make sure I gave you credit from the beginning, man. You're already getting it, and maybe that's your schooling. Maybe that's what you've already done. Actually, go ahead. Can you define that, man? Like, What do you think actually instilled you the value of following up?
0: I think it started when I was a buyer in a manufacturing company that I was unfamiliar with. I had multiple salespeople contact me, and they all sent me products, and they said, hey, we want to sell to you, sell to you. And I remember this specific one example, and I won't mention a company name because I don't want to put anybody on blast, but this salesperson came to my office and said, hey, I'm going to follow up with you. And I said, okay, great. I'm actually interested in talking to you and buying product from you. And at that point, it was probably one of my top five vendors. Hmm. It was actually a cardboard uh, distributor. They actually made you know, the cardboard for us and they would do the
1: boxes for us. That's a huge freaking market, by the way.
0: It was, it was big. Like it was probably about 10% of my overall spendings Hmm. that I would spend on that company. And I asked him, I said, well, after the meeting, I said, all right, follow up on me a week, you know, in two days, send me your information. And the guy didn't Hmm. three, four days go by. I don't hear from the guy five, six days go by. I don't hear from the guy. Finally, a week and a half later, I hear from, Hey, Jonathan, here's my product listing. Here's my pricing. And I sent, you know, at that moment, I kind of had an epiphany and I I looked at my, you know, my to-do list and I said, okay, this guy went from being number one on my to-do list because I want to outsource this, you know, vendor because we're having bad ties with the vendors that we have now, but things just go back and, you know, and things get pushed forward and he dropped from number one to number 15. Mm. And at that point, I realized to myself that if I were ever to con- commit my word to anybody, I would follow up within 24 to 48 hours. And the reason why is all about getting them to understand how passionate you are or how much you respect them. And or, I understand. Even outside
1: of respect, right? Like it's, it just could be, right. hey, I'm, I'm serious, dude. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 I mean, yes, I agree with you. The power of respect. Totally. And this even goes back to like old school shit. Like I was brought up like, hey, man, you got to be a man of your word, which is totally valid. Like, I mean, depending on your upbringing and where you come from and obviously, et cetera. But I mean, everybody, I think you and I talked about this too that night. Like everybody's got different upbringings. Um, Not all of us are guided or or coached in the right way through our childhood. Um, So hopefully you learn about this in business, which clearly you did. Which is, guys, like, dude, just show respect to that relationship you just made. And even if it doesn't go anywhere, be a man of your word or woman of your word right? and, yeah. and follow up. <laughs> you said you were going to do it. So, so here's the best part. You already laid the stage. All you got to do is call or send an email to complete the transaction of your commitment of, hey, I'm going to at least follow up. Even if I think it's not going to go anywhere, I said I was going to follow up, just freaking follow up.
0: or just just kind of, you know, like you said, it's not about the respect level. It's more about like, how much do you have on your plate? So at that point, I would analyze my vendors. I'd analyze the people that came to me and I would look at it and say, all right, they said that they're going to send me a new product list, blah, blah, blah. They're going to follow up. But those people that didn't follow up, I found out quickly that their product was always shit. (laughs) Like that's it.
1: So, so they didn't even believe in their product. They did not believe in their product.
0: Well, it's not that it's their on-time delivery, the quality of their product, and the customer service Mm. all went to negative fields. And the reason why I think, and a lot of people doubt me for this, and I've, you know, I've taught other people this is that they didn't, they didn't, you know, abide by what they said they were going to do. And for me as a buyer, I know this isn't about buying, but for me as a buyer, it's all about understanding what you offer the customer and the end user and then providing that service. It's just like politics. You say you're going to do something in your political campaign, then you have to do that. And that's what people are selling. That's what people are buying you for.
1: I like how you connected to politics because I was actually about. Yeah, background. I don't talk about politics that much. No, and you're and you're a and why, but it's totally true, right? Like, listen, mm-hmm. if you say you're going to do something. Just do it. Do it. And All if right. you don't think you can actually do it, then don't freaking say it. I, it's yeah, not. Back. This isn't rocket science. Like we're not, I, I feel like we're. People, some people hear them like, man, they're they're breaking some atoms over there, man. I'm like, no, dude. Like this isn't rocket science. Like if you know deep deep down you can't pull that shit off, don't even say it. But I get yeah. it. Everybody's like, you don't know politics, man. Like you gotta mm. you gotta motivate and inspire people that you're capable of doing something. But then I always respond back. I'm like, okay, but can you actually do it? Because now you're just making yourself, you're setting a stage for you to become a liar.
0: Right, exactly. And right. resorting
1: this back to the buyer relationships, like that, that business trip I was on is, one of my, is my biggest contract, right? They're in the, I talked to you about this, where they're in the HVAC sector, and yep. most of yep. my meetings are with buyers. These are, these are wholesale operations that deal direct to these manufacturer relationships. And, um, I'm backfilling in the upstate New York territory to help my client cause they don't have a sales rep in that area. So I'm literally doing all the business development for them and meeting with the buyers for them on their behalf and building those relationships and helping them gain possibly new contracts and new business for her manufacturer contracts. And so most of my meetings were buyers. And it's like, dude, if you say you're going to be there at a certain time, for example, and let's be real, shit hits the fan. Uh, You want to become a time management person and plan accordingly, but shit hits the fan, right, man? Snowstorm. If you're going to be late, call. or Email. Or, or, or shoot an email like, yo, dude, I'm shooting you an email from a rest stop on I-90. I'm going to connect to your neck of the woods, right? Like I'm between Albany and Syracuse. My GPS says I'm about 15 minutes out, but because of the snow, I'm going to add a 10-minute buffer. Like proactivity, especially if you know you're going to be late from your originally scheduled time, goes back to what you just said, respect. <laughs> Show respect to the person you're going to talk to, that you're going to meet, And this goes way beyond business, man. Like I'm sure thanks to those jobs and those positions, can you relate this to school, your professors, hell, romance, relationships, whatever. I can't tell you how many girls have told me like, Oh my God, you opened the door. I can't. Yeah. And like, yeah. uh, What's your point? And like, "Uh, guys don't do that. I'm like, are you shitting me? (laughs) Like that's, (laughs) that's all I had to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, it, right? Granted, that does not connect to what I was just saying on the whole. Okay, yeah, if you yeah, say you're going to do something, do it. But do you know how valuable that is nowadays? And uh, granted, I now have a fiance probably because of that, because I'm not perfect. But if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do, do it. Right? And she knows that. Mm-hmm. And whether it's he, she, Shim, whatever, I don't care. In life, if you can't back up what you're going to do, then don't commit to it. And even if shit hits the fan, you know, it's going to break your commitment, follow up and at least let them know that, Hey, there's a problem and I'm going to do whatever I can to heal it, fix it, get there late, whatever, but give them at least the respect of calling, emailing, et cetera. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, again, we're probably dwelling a lot on this versus what we're going to talk about today with your charity and stuff like that. But
0: yeah, 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 dude,
1: we just dropped like a serious bomb that connects to business, education, life, romance. I mean, I think we're hitting all cylinders right now. I'm kind of fired up about this.
0: <laughs> I think following up, following up is like the biggest thing that you can do, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, like, like you said, not to, you know, keep all a lot of attention on this, but
1: it applies following up
0: is it applies to everything. Like, you know, I went on a date tonight and that girl texted me nonstop asking me like, Hey, what are we going to do? What's the plan? And that that was a respect thing for me because I'm like, all right, this game doesn't happen in a lot of days right now, and this kind of actually ties into unplugs. Do you C&A. think she was testing you? Uh, yeah, I think a little bit, but the, you know, the
1: repetitiveness of the texting,
0: right? Like, yeah, what you know, what what's the plan? But I also think um, certain women they rely on uh, men to make decisions because they want to see if that guy can make a decision.
1: Uh, hold on, so be fair to cor- to not correct you but modify what you just said. Yeah. She's not relying on you to make the decision. She's evaluating on whether or not you can make wow. a decision. Right. That's true. Yeah, that's right? true as well. Because yeah. he's yeah. like, like, let's be real. Like my, my fiance, she admits like she doesn't want to make a decision. She can, yeah, make, it. She yeah. can make it without I me. Mean, she's an adult. Yeah. She's, she's, she went to freaking Cornell University and then finished her doctorate at UPenn in veterinary medicine. I've got a smart girl. I'm not worried about her intelligence. Yeah, But she's like, she's got so much busy running her business and figuring life out and shit like that. Or today with our iPhone having a heart attack, like thousands of other people around the world thinks that new iOS update. I'm not sure if you're up on that or not. Um, My sister texted me. I didn't do it. Everybody's like shitting their pants because the latest iOS update like gave everybody's phone a fucking heart attack.
0: Yeah, that's right. I I wait.
1: Quick pause on life. Uh, Thank you. Okay, let's quick pause on this. My little best practices: I wait at least 30 to 60 days before I ever accept an iOS update. I turn off all the automatic updates because Apple has proven they're going to test just enough to get that release. And then they're <laughs> going to see what's going to happen in that first week when shit hits the fan.
0: They want to see the bugs. Right. They want to fix the bugs. And then they justify they it by saying,
1: bugs, well, listen, right. we never told you there's not going to be bugs. And we need you to find the bugs for us. And I'm like,
0: no. No. I'll let other people find bugs for me i don't want to yeah i don't want to be the guinea pig on that
1: yeah so granted right now on this podcast we're literally telling you guys how to hack this it's really (laughs) simple you turn off automatic updates and even though the apple software in the settings is telling you please update me now you tell it to piss off because you you don't want to be that current case study happening right now on december 20th at 9 o'clock p.m this has been going on all day I got friends of mine like, oh my God, my phone doesn't recognize the SIM guard. I can't make phone calls. I can't send texts. <laughs> uh, my phone literally shut down. Like there's all kinds of crap happening. And I'm just sitting here laughing my ass off. I, I, I've held back. I was actually gonna do a Facebook Live and just make fun of the world. <laughs> but I was like, you <laughs> yeah, do- Yeah, be careful with that. I, know. I, but, yeah, but... I don't care though. I just don't care, right? But it's That's like, I wanna, I, I actually think, I'm actually thinking like, man, that would so go viral. Because I would sit there and rip on everybody including my friends and family, because I'm like, guys, this is really, really not that hard. You just turn off automatic updates. Right. And then you watch everybody else have a heart attack like I do. And then you sit back <laughs> like I'm currently doing with you right now and enjoying a gla- great glass of wine. By cheers. the way, uh, yeah, uh, Ariel, cheers. 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 There we go. Cheers. Uh, Cause clearly you get it as well. Absolutely. Oh, what we got here. I'm 40. What's your age? 28. Boom. 28. Not the age matters, but no, perfect no. example it's- here. It's mind over
0: matter. If it, I'm don't. 40.
1: And we both understand the value of great. We love Apple. You're a multi million billion, borderline trillion dollar company. And we don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't rocket science.
0: I'm using Apple headphones. I'm, I'm on my MacBook. My yeah. iPhone's to the left of me.
1: iPhone's right here.
0: It happens, you know? Yeah. Sometimes a business, they, you know, and that's it kind of ties back into everything we we're talking about. It's like the business. They test you, and mm-hmm. they they, they want to see where the flaws are, so they can improve. Yep. And that's why open innovation is a whole another ballgame. But open innovation is such a huge like wave that's going on right now because people want to hear from outsiders yep. to see where they struggle and how how they can
1: improve. So I love it, man. Yeah. So all right, so we've we've <laughs> we def, we've watching. definitely immersed deeply into the value yeah. of following up. We even touched a little bit on uh, some date romance. By the way, to our listeners, guys, okay, Jonathan, John, John's so hardcore for you guys tonight that um, he bailed on his date. Am well, I wrong I on this? That, I mean, I, maybe I, not I, bailed. Maybe not bailed. You were already on the date. I
0: gave her a heads you up. You completed the date. I gave date. her a heads up. Yeah, I gave her a heads up. Did you up.
1: tell her ahead of time that you had a special event tonight? Uh, yeah, I told her I was doing a podcast. You know, and- Did she actually know what you were talking about?
0: Uh, you know, a lot of people don't know what podcasts are,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I, I'm just I wondering. I'm just wondering.
0: Her. Yeah, I explained it to her, and you know, it went in the direction where she said, Yeah, that's
1: fine, you know, and that's a good thing. No, no, I gotta know. Like, did you milk it a little bit? Like, listen. I'm not saying I. I don't think you're the kind of guy like. Listen, I'm kind of a big deal. I mean, I'm, I'm going. I got. I got. I, gotta, I got this thing. I got to go <laughs> co-host a podcast. Like, so we gotta cut this date short. So let's go ahead and do the whole mall thing, and then I gotta go. I, I don't know. It wasn't like that. I'm guessing.
0: No, it was more like, hey, you know, I got an. I got a meeting. I got something to do after, right around eight o'clock. So you know, we'll meet at five. We'll hang out. You know, and we'll see what
1: happens. Oh, you got a three-hour date. Yeah,
0: dude, you're so good. Yeah. You're good.
1: You're good. Yeah. You're good. yeah. Actually, that's the time limit that, you know, maybe, so. I think you need to do more podcasts because that, that, ins- that ensures you constrict your date allowance window and it keeps to you busy. Short, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. You don't want to, you don't want to over deliver too early because that, that was the first date, right?
0: Yeah. You got an promise, okay. over deliver. So,
1: yeah. And kudos to you for setting the stage. Okay. There's some people who don't do that. They'll blindside her at the end of the date, And then you kind of look like a douche and there's a lot of douches out there. So
0: I try, I try to be just an honest person and try to put myself out there and, you know, and be and don't lose very, that very blunt. I'm yeah. a blunt person, you know? Yeah. So. All
1: right. And don't lose that because people will take advantage of that or people will actually try and exploit that. Um, and don't ever let that jade you because that just also, number one, helps you see their true colors and helps you realize who you want to surround yourself with or who do you want to spend your romantic time with. Um, and that's why I tell people like, dude, Honesty truly is the best damn policy. You can't beat it. Once you finally started bracing it, which I started doing years ago, mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like you're already doing it. Now, granted, I, I get it. There's some, there's some tack, right? Like you want to be... <laughs> there's <laughs> a right and wrong time to be overly honest. Um, <laughs> but in the end, it's like, okay, well, you can't knock me for being honest. Like, I'm they never, can't you for it. I'm so never going to bullshit you. I tell <laughs> you how it is. I mean, look at Howard Stern. That guy doesn't bullshit anybody he's the yeah. shock jock so <laughs> nice that guy's viral online i don't know if you follow how we starting or not but
0: i used to watch it with my dad all the time so okay there you go That's yeah he was how it turns he's the man you know
1: oh actually when i launched this show i installed this microphone that you can see on the video and this is before i had this whole setup done and my buddy brought his audio engineer to my house here to help us figure this all out And we had a couple different microphones and we did a couple of test recordings, you know, set everything, all the audio files. That We start playing them back. And we fire this puppy up. And that's exactly who he brought up. He's like, dude, he's like, you have a good chance with the podcast. And I was like, why? He's like, you, you, you kind of sound like a hybrid between Barry Manilow and Howard Stern. <laughs> and I was like, well, if you're nice. actually not blowing smoke up my ass right now, <laughs> I was like, that sounds really good okay yeah. I might have to keep going with this <laughs> so anyway I just I, you brought we brought Howards Stern and I was like I, I got to geek out about that I was really like excited about it so it's funny what excites us so but listen perfect yeah excitement right <clears> besides <throat> the fact that you clearly for tw- uh, 20 you know late 20s already hustling already got some good wisdom to share a, adult student. Hustling, getting after it, finishing degree. You graduate when?
0: I actually graduated last week.
1: Boom. Okay, so that's right. You did finish last week. So congratulations. Hold on, Ariel, cheers guy. again. Yeah. Cheers, sir. Yeah. Uh, webcam, the webcam. Boom. Uh, so it's it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling, right?
0: It's an un- unbelievable yeah, it's like, feeling. Uh,
1: it's like a giant, like Sharpie, yeah. fat marker check box on life. So absolutely,
0: yeah. It's it's. It, it, one of the biggest weights on your shoulder just gets lifted off. Yeah, and, uh, that's just how it feels. And you've been at
1: it for a while, because i been seven you, years. Yeah, him. it's
0: been six or seven years that I've been going
1: to school. I've been. Doing I thought you work. only said six then I had the bar. So is it is it closer to seven? <laughs> it's like six and a half. Okay, we'll go six so. plus. We'll go six plus. Six plus, yeah, uh, yeah. Then again, you might want to go seven because you got lucky seven. I don't know. Uh, I'm not a gambler, I mean, so
0: technically it's seven because I started my college career at SNHU in New Hampshire. I took one class, then I left that class, and then I moved to Pennsylvania. took seven months off, yeah, and then I started back up in January of 2012. So, so, so funny we're talking about like this. It's like technically seven months.
1: But- right before you came on, I had on uh, Henry Kaminsky, big online mm-hmm. marketing guy. He's literally done projects for like John Bon Jovi, all kinds of shit. And yes. uh, so we were recording with him, and he's like, where are you at? I'm like, Allentown, Pennsylvania. It was kind of like you and I at the bar. He's like, no shit. He's like, I went to college at Kutztown, and I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. It's like a bartender I met last week said he used to live down here in like Lancaster County area and stuff. And I was like, and I'm going to record with him after I get done with you. <laughs> so we were having the a funny full circle, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, parents, Pennsylvania can be more exciting than p- most most of us think. Um, there are a few things happening down here. There so, are a few
0: things, yeah. Just yeah. But nice weather too, so you don't have to deal with the snow as much.
1: Yeah. Well. That's true. Mm -hmm. It did warm up this week. Last week was freaking cold, just like where it was in Syracuse. So, but listen, talk about creation, right? And talk about all the shit you've learned. Let's get into it, man. Unplugged CNY. Okay. So since it ends in Y, why are we talking about it? Why should our listeners care? Because I care. That's why I brought you on. Yeah. Unplug CNY. Let's get into it, man. Let's give them a story.
0: So unplugged CNY it started when i was at college i was walking i remember i was walking outside and i was seeing multiple students and i would see day after day i would see all these students on their phone as they're walking and i questioned myself and i was like hey why are they doing that what are they doing are they texting are they going on social media are they snapchatting like what are they doing and why are they doing it when they're walking around campus, and they're running into things, right? I had a couple of them actually run into me.
1: Like while they were staring at their phone, right?
0: (laughs) While they're staring, right? Yeah, they're literally like this on their phone, walk in, and they walk right into me. And I'm like, okay, how can I get this message across to the country and, you know, to pretty much anybody that, you know, I can connect with? How can I get them to understand that this is a real issue that's actually going on? So one day I was uh, walking back, walking to one of my classes and this chick actually bumped into me and I was like, what the heck? And she was on her phone. So I said, you know what? This is it. So I went on Facebook. I typed up this long thing, which you can see on my Facebook account. And basically the idea in the beginning was every like and share I get, I would take five minutes away from my phone. Hmm. After probably three to four hours, I got over 65 likes and five shares. And I was like, all right, this is going to blow up to a bigger level. So now I have to come up with, you know, what's it mean? Like, can I, I got to come up with a name. So I got the name from somebody in my history. I was actually business policy class, Sean Wynn. I'll give him credit for that. And he said, why don't you call it unplugged? Because you're unplugging from everything, right? So let's call it, you should call it unplugged. And I was like, all right. And then we also talked about, like, how do we connect it with Syracuse? So I said, why don't we do Unplug CNY? All
1: right. And okay. he,
0: he kind of pitched it to me. Like, and I was like, like Central New great. York? Yeah. Like Central New York. So mm-hmm. you can take this and you can use this business model and, it, you know, and you can make it in any other city, right? So you can do Unplug Boston or, you know, un- Unplug BC, Unplug NYC. You know, you could kind of change it over. So I was like, all right, that's a great idea. So mm-hmm. I went up. And I put a few more posts up, which you just showed on the, on the website. And I just basically started using social media to get my message out that I was not going to be on my phone or using social media. Okay. It got to a point where, like I said, I was not able to, you know, the likes and the shares because I put it on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And after I tallied all those up, it was plus 24 hours. So I changed the business model and I basically said one day I'm going to go without my phone this day. I will not use my phone at all. I will just go free without my phone. And what we're going to do during the day is we're going to have certain events throughout the day, but at the end of the day, we're going to have a big event and that's how unplug CMY event started at Benjamin's. I reached out to the owner of Benjamin's. His name is Nick Falcone.
1: Again, for Benjamin's, that's the event venue that you guys were using.
0: Yep. Yeah, okay. it, it was the event be, venue, and uh, I reached out to him, and I said, hey, this is my this is what my idea is. Um, And it was probably about, I think I started this late September, and then in October 1st, 2017, my life changed completely. Not just my life. My sister, my family, my brother, everybody that was part of my family, their whole life changed, and we lost our dad. Wow. My dad, he took his own life, and we, at that point, needed to come together as a family. So if you see the gap in the Unplugged CNY website, you'll see that I didn't post anything for two to three weeks. It was from October 1st all the way up until probably when I got back to Syracuse in um, end of October. And I kind of realized, like, Yeah,
1: September to November. There's no post until November 3rd.
0: There isn't. Yeah. So I was like, what can I do to give back? And what, what kind of tribute can we make? What kind of tribute can I put together to give back not only to my dad, but to give back to people that have lost other people to the suicide and to, you know, losing family members and death in general. And that's when I came up with the idea of starting the event at Benjamin's and that's when I came up with the idea of giving to the suicide prevention and retinitis pigmentosa fund and the retinitis pigmentosa foundation.
1: Yeah. And I've never heard this, the whole retinitis, retinitis, pigmentosa, pigmentosa foundation. Foundation.
0: So it's an eye disease that started in Ireland with basically three daughters and it transferred over to multiple families. I'm 50% Irish and my dad was as well. I'm with you brother. And, uh, You know, we, in our family, my dad's side, we have that disease and it affects people that are close to my heart. It affects people in our family and it's been a big thing. So my idea, and I've coming from the non for profit world before starting together now with two of my business partners, I realized that I could give back to this foundation monetarily. So my idea turned into having an event to actually making shirts and selling things so I can give real money back to these two foundations that are so important.
1: The right, right way to monetize. If you're going to, if you're going to monetize, do it for a purpose.
0: Yep. So that's, that's how it kind of, you know, uh, grew and marketing wise, I just kind of reached out to everybody. I knew I reached out to all my friends and family. I grew a team. Um, my team consisted of, uh, you know, three, three people. And we just kind of put this team together and we came up with good ideas of how to sell the event. And we came up with posting ideas and we came up with other, you know, marketing plans and ideas so we could get people to do this event. And the event turned out to be pretty successful. It was about 40 people that came
1: for your first event.
0: For yeah, first event we raised over six hundred and fifty dollars.
1: And how long did your page exist? I'm just giving you some of like the, the marketing stuff behind this. But it was about
0: from November third. Um, I I don't know exactly when I started the event. I'm guessing I probably. Mean,
1: well, the page itself, like your the Unplug CNY.
0: Uh, three months. Three months. We have about two hundred and thirty okay. likes. I think over three months.
1: Yeah. Good grassroots. And, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And the event, you know, we had to plan that in three weeks. There you go. So I reached out to Benjamin's. Yeah. I reached out to Benjamin's and I said, Hey, when, when should we do that? And he's like, December 9th will be ideal. And I'm like, well, it's now mid November. Like you're saying I have to put this together in three weeks. <laughs> That's inviting everyone, buying the shirts, getting the raffle and the sponsors. Um, so it was a lot of work in three weeks, and I dedicate all that work to my team because my team, I couldn't have done it without them. They were all amazing during that time.
1: Well, and I love this share that you're talking about right now because, again, I'm, I'm currently scrolling through your post history just to reinforce the fact that, yeah, dude, you literally launched like your first – you posted the profile photo and the covered image in September, and we're talking yeah. right now in mid-December. So it's like it's literally been three months. And <laughs> yeah. the fact that you guys built a grassroots event and yeah. I've done years of charity work. That's another reason why you and I have connected. I truly believe that the law of an attraction does exist, right? Like people with like minds will attract and yeah. will connect and hopefully get back to each other. And that's what we're trying to do today. And I love the fact that you guys put in this freaking hustle in over 90 days. I don't think people understand the value of like how many people launch events, like big ticket events. And sometimes if it's your first one, they don't get 40 people. And you guys did this in the interest of not-for-profit activities, to give back. And that's a strong first showing, man. Well done. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. I think that comes down to, uh, to the ability to network properly. I moved to Syracuse. I don't know a single person, but we met and I met so many people when I was here. And I think people in general want to give back. And when it comes from a person that they see has been through something it becomes a little bit easier to give back to them and there's a cause behind it. So
1: I like that. And real this quick, painting actually, dude, your but, cover image, I didn't click that, on it until just now. Like I saw it at the bar. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, did one of his team make this? Like I love
0: this. This was actually an artist. Um, I don't know his real, last name. Real quick, name.
1: to our listeners, like describe them what they're hearing. Like, cause they, they what, don't see this unless they're on YouTube.
0: Okay, so what the what the image that you're seeing right now is a guy ripping a clock and playing tug of war with a clock.
1: Yeah, this guy program. real quick, the guy is on a cliff and he's, he's on holding on to the okay. edge of a giant clock, like fighting. His legs are engaged, his quads are engaged, like it looks like somebody's like trying to rip it out of his hands and he's throwing his entire body weight behind it to hold on to that time. Hold on to that clock. And then well, there's well, three, have three things ripping it out of Instagram.
0: his hand. Right. <laughs> I love the image. Yeah. Is, is um, that, the, is that the WhatsApp logo? That is the WhatsApp logo, yeah. Which, Which I thought was kind of crazy because that doesn't really tie into the We talked
1: about that at the bar. Like, Facebook makes sense did, here in yeah. the USA. Instagram makes sense here in the USA. Even Twitter. Uh, hell, even LinkedIn. WhatsApp. Right. <laughs> it's I all international. It's totally international. It's become like the backup phone program. We yep. used it when my fiance and I were in South Africa a few weeks ago. like that was the go-to thing. like down there, man, like everybody talks about WhatsApp. Yeah like, oh, you got a message and phone call and tweet and message whatever through WhatsApp.
0: Because <laughs> it's all Wi-Fi based. And uh, this image, and I'd like to give him credit. I don't he's probably not going to hear this podcast. maybe he will. I don't know his last name right now off the top of my head, but his name is Powell, and the guy's from Poland. And I found this on Google. Wow. And it meant a lot. I was searching Scott for two hours on Google, trying to find a connection from taking your time and unplugging from social media. And there were some crazy ones, and there were some ones that were kind of controversial. So I okay. didn't want to put those up. But oh, yeah. I, that was the one what, I found. What were
1: you searching for to find like a, a a powerful piece of art like that?
0: Social media taking away your time. Oh, That's really? That's that's actually the Google, yeah. That's a Google link that I actually put in, um, yeah, and it, it popped up with a bunch of, you know, images, and that was one of them that came up.
1: Smart, and I agree. You should. I mean, I don't know if this guy's gotten to the point from a branding or exposure perspective like you guys have done with yeah, your yeah. not-for-profit, but like I, I would hope this guy launches some kind of page or something. And he said his name was Paulo,
0: P A W E L. Oh, I could I could get the last name for you real no, quick. Oh, that's fine.
1: Um, I just wanted to know. Immediately, like, no, you keep going. Like, I'm, I'm the host, dude. You're the co-host. So, and if, you, if you, he's look, got, dude, he's got other art. Hold on, dude, I'm gonna yeah, show this for you look, right now.
0: Yeah, if you look in in his page, I'm in mean, Google
1: Images right now. He this, has
0: a lot of social media. There you go. Uh, yeah,
1: this is him, Kuchinsky.
0: Yep, there it is. Powell,
1: yep. C- so you see the see K-U-C-Z. the Facebook K-U-C-Z. one
0: where the guy's looking through the telescope and there's like Facebook. I was gonna use that one because. Basically, I'll describe to the, the listeners. This guy is in a phone to uh, phone booth type of image.
1: Yep. There we go. It's
0: almost like a telescope. What you see like on a submarine.
1: Uh, a periscope. But on the
0: top, a periscope. I'm yeah. oh, sorry, not telescope. Periscope.
1: Which, by the way, is another app.
0: Uh, it's what? Yeah, periscope. Yeah,
1: twi- Twitter's app for video.
0: So what you see on the top, it's basically an F, and on the top of that F, where the F curls over, is a microphone.
1: Yeah, like a big megaphone projecting out. So it kind of looks.
0: Right. So I was going to use that image because it kind of looks like the guy is screaming his uh, thoughts and opinions and ideas out to the public.
1: Well, actually, do you know what's at the base of that F? Do you see it? Hold on. It looks I, like a jail cell. No, some, no, 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 no. Like a confession booth? Dude, that's exactly what it is. Hold on. I got, touch, I got touch screen. Dude, bullshit. he's kneeling. He's so kneeling. he's
0: confessing to the booth. And you see and the bars? Yeah. In the social media world.
1: That's a classic symbolism of Literally, this guy is begging That's and pleading at the foot of the Facebook F, hoping confessing his sins. Right, confessing his sins, or hoping that somebody yeah. hears him. Maybe his brand. Like I could go all different ways with this. I love this guy's art, man. Holy the guy's, crap!
0: The guy's amazing. I actually, I, you know, I, I tried reaching out to him, but I couldn't get his email. But he's well, amazing. you
1: can clearly giggle his name now, and I will definitely hold on real quick.
0: Yeah, we. I'd love to give him credit, and you know, if he wants
1: to, I want to find the original piece in here. I like this whole day. Well. dude. This guy is like a social media like artist. He's also got yeah, some you other stuff. Pull
0: it down. There's a really good one where uh, they're in a bedroom. That was the hold one on. Was this is
1: great. This is great. They got a picture of a donkey with oh, iPhone yeah. iPhones on as blinders. Yep. Cla- great symbolism, right? Like, dude, how many people are fo- walking around? In New York City, you see people walking with their iPhone in their hand. Yep. And literally don't even don't even see themselves crossing a the street into oncoming traffic. This is crazy. I love yeah. this. This is dude, this is a great share, by the way. I'm geeking yeah. out on this right now. This
0: guy is amazing. I, I loved all of his art. I mean, this guy was amazing.
1: And I guarantee you, he's he's probably he probably designed all this shit because he watches the US. Like a lot of international countries, like they're they're watching what we're doing. And, and this I mean, inspired him.
0: And social media is not just a problem and using your phone is not just a problem no. in the U S but what I will say is like when I used to serve and bartend and I would, I was working at Lemongrass yeah. and I had this, um, Asian couple come in and they were on their phones the entire dinner. I walked over and I was at that time I was a busser. I was refilling their water and they were on their phone the entire dinner. They had probably two Were they minutes on a date? They were on a date and they had 2 minutes of conversation. That's sad. It's sad. And you know and that's kind of my message and my my thought and you know I guess my vision between you know behind this whole thing is how can we, you know, connect with other people outside of this device that we rely so heavily on.
1: So Dude, I, I'm. This is. Again, I'm literally trying to write his name down on my dry erase board while I'm while I'm screen sharing. So I mean, keep going, k- bro. K- this is K awesome
0: u c z y n s k i. His first name's P a w e o. Which
1: which means, hold on. I'm loving this right now. Let's let's do this. Hold on. Let me let me uh, copy and paste his name if I can. So here's the thing. You Guys are on Instagram, right? And this guy's this guy inspired art they're using on his Facebook. Have you followed this guy yet?
0: I have not followed this guy yet. Um, I,
1: if he's image focused, this yeah. dude should better I be boom, that, Hulk dude. That might be him right there. Yeah, right? that was the first like second suggestion that came up. There he is. He's got tw- over almost 24,000 followers on Instagram.
0: So that's a great marketing technique right there. I should follow him.
1: Oh, there you go. All right, we're taking action right now. I just followed him. So you, I'm
0: actually going to follow him right now. Do it right
1: now. Okay. I'm going to use my phone to do this. Listeners, while we're, we're talking right now, yet. if you truly want to understand what we're talking about, go on Instagram and search for P-A-W-E-L, that's P and in one. Paul, P-A-W-E-L, space Kuczynski, K-U-C-Z-Y-N as in Nancy, S as and Sam, K-I, and then a number one. You don't have to do the number one. I mean, his actual at tag is Powell P A W E L underscore and then Kaczynski, K U C Z Y N S K I. Number one. You may not agree with the art, but and this is not just social media focused, uh, but all of his style is very very similar. And uh, dude, this guy might become like museum type stuff here, man. I mean, this his could style. be
0: a, yeah. I I saw him, you know, in... You just tell me to follow him. It's a huge thing. I'm actually going to follow him and message him, too. That's the thing, too. Like,
1: yeah, you learn and tag so him. Much. Tag him in your Facebook post.
0: Actually, I will once he follows yeah, me. That, that's look.
1: your action item for today? Because hold on a second. I mean, it's okay while we're talking. Keep, yeah. keep going with what you're going to say. I'm gonna So s-
0: basically, what I was going to say there is, like, this is what I wanted to, like, let other people understand that they can do. Me and you are having a conversation, and I'm learning things from you every second I talk to you right
1: sharing is caring other
0: than sharing is caring and other than looking at my phone and trying to be on social media or you know like my friends images that i've seen because i was there when they put the picture and they took the picture and they told me they were going to tag me on the picture having a face-to-face interaction with somebody and actually looking up is such a huge thing for everybody and
1: they all especially healthy. the new generation Exactly, and There's let's be video. real. It, it, let me get, let me be real. I'm not I'm not bust on the millennials, or no, the I mean, Z or the Z Gen because that's I my target audience. Yeah, this is exactly. a wake up call. My my mm-hmm. my generation, the Gen Xers and the Gen Ys, have also fallen prey to this. And and real quick, do you see the screen share? Yeah. Yeah, dude. So here's He's on Facebook. So, so here, I can So here's one. what you do. You see this right here? The at Powell Kaczynski art. Just hold tag them on. on that. Dude, hold on. So here's what, if I, if I was in the admin on your page, I would have gone, go back. Hold on real quick.
0: I'll tag them right now. I'm on
1: right, right, right. So you always respect an artist's brand. So you click on. I, yeah, I yeah.
0: actually, I tagged them. If you look at the original post I put on my Okay, Facebook
1: but page, since this is your cover image, I just loaded your cover image. See what I'm doing here? Again, yeah. I'm I'm all right. So to our listeners, guys, I'm literally giving people uh, marketing tips on social media right now. You go to the image because you already posted your cover. You click on that little triple dot, which is your menu option. Oh wait, it's not giving you an option in there. Oh, because I'm sorry, I'm not your admin. You if you click. Right, so
0: what is it? I'm on it right now, pal. You see what
1: I'm doing? Oh yep. no, you, you probably can't watch me right now. If you click on your cover image, and then yep. it loads the cover image. Okay. You got it. And then you click on that triple dot option, which opens the menu for that image. And it should give you an option to edit the photo or edit the comments. Edit the comments. Got it. And you edit the comments. If it also gives you the option to tag, you also do a tag afterwards. But you edit the comments and say, thank you for your inspiration at the at symbol. Start typing his at symbol. And it should auto load it from Facebook. And then like turn it into like a, a blue highlighted hyperlink once you like tab through it.
0: Pal K U
1: C Z Y N S K I, right? Done. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and escape because I'm, I'm I'm talking I just, you through it. So, all right, I just I mean,
0: say it. I just did it. Yep.
1: Yeah. Just did it. All right, let me refresh. Let me see if you did it. So, listeners, right now we're literally giving you free social media advice uh, yeah, because always, podcast, always give like props. Always give props to other people, but also, especially if this Absolutely. is a not-for-profit initiative. Because especially for artists, artists, dude, they want to make sure their shit's not getting ripped off. So yeah, you always tag the artist out of respect. You give them a tag. You mention them in a comment. Whatever you gotta do, and then they might. There you go. Thank you for your inspiration. And if I click on that link, it should take me right to his page. Yep. Well done, sir. Well done.
0: I try. I try to do things immediately. I don't. Yeah. I don't like to. You
1: know. Again, dude, we're DM, bro. Just like we did at the Diem. bar that yeah. night. Seize go. the day. Yeah. And maybe
0: it. he has five hundred and sixty five thousand likes so you know maybe and that's, that's just it. Facebook so here's the best that's part Facebook, yeah
1: the guy's art he is may trying, be famous, to, him, yeah. is trying to inspire and educate people to step away from social media when a time is right right but absolutely. he's also he also understands the value of like dude he still needs to exist on social media <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh, I love it um actually oh, and that was dude. my
0: central idea of thinking is like how can and this is a key point too is like i don't want to you don't want to say that social media is a bad thing no what i want to do and i want to you know teach and tell people is social media you can use it to get a very great message across but it's okay to take a break yeah and it's not like you know every time you put something up how many times do you look at your phone and you're like oh I got a new, a new notification. I'm going there. I'm going there. You know, it's like, I need 150 likes for a picture. Yeah. It's more about like understanding that why you're putting things on the social media and what are you doing to send a message? You know, and most people are doing it because they want likes and that's not most people. I do the same thing. I'm not saying I'm not like most people, but my whole theory and my whole, you know, thinking process behind this unplugged CNY thing is it's okay. You can take a break and you can reach out to other people and you can get to know people on the street. And that's what I did. I, I actually, um, when I went without my phone for 24 hours, December 9th, I interviewed nine people, random people. I went to the mall, one of my team members, Andrea Capadoli, um, she actually v- filmed and videotaped me doing this, and we walked around the mall in downtown Syracuse, and we interviewed nine different people about how their phone affects their life and what they do if their phone isn't on them at certain points. Hmm. And it was a really, it was a really cool experience because we got to understand that there was a lot of different people that felt a lot of different ways about their phone.
1: So, so you know what I'm intrigued by this uh, little discussion point is. Yeah. I think it's funny that we're discussing this right here, right now, and today as we record this, that big new iOS update comes out from Apple, (laughs) yeah, and everybody is shitting a brick because their iPhones are having a freaking heart attack, and like literally yesterday, my biggest client, she said in the car today while we were traveling to some business meetings, she's like, oh my God. She's like, yeah, my, my phone was telling me that SIM card couldn't be recognized after she accepted the iOS update. That was yesterday. And to be fair, though, my, my, my fiance's phone had a heart attack. She literally has a brand new phone in my living room right now. Like she came back from the store with a brand new damn phone because she's got a business to run and she couldn't wait. So that, right. that makes more sense, right? Like that's oh. your lifeline. She's an on-call ER, veterinary doctor, like for her business, like she's got to, yeah. she, yeah, she's right. got to answer the freaking phone to save somebody's pet, her animal, the horse, yada yada yada. Um, now, like,
0: that's what makes us as Americans efficient,
1: right? Right. So, I
0: have no problem with that. Yeah. So, so let, let, let great
1: great point, right? So let's let's remind people that we're not we're not chastising the smartphone world. It's an amazing right. invention. Sarah. Yep. It has changed the world. I mean, we're not taking anything away from iPhone. Or Apple. What or we're micro, saying is, is, uh, ba- micro is micro balance, is right. balance, is exactly. balance, yep. yeah. Like I had to give her my phone and luckily she listened to me months back and I, I, she agreed to have me help her set up with a, uh, a professional phone answering service for their company. So, cause there's only three doctors I and I said, well, listen, you need a filter because up until that point, people were calling the freaking cell phones. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, 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 this ain't happening. I was like, you need need a professional filter because then the phone service decides if it's an emergency or not, and then they paid your cell phone. You need to unplug from your business. And this kind of goes back to what you're hinting at for life, right? Like, okay, we're transpiring this back to the original story. Like, it's okay to unplug. I'm a huge outdoors nut, adrenaline junkie. Dude, when I'm skiing, when I'm mountain biking, when I'm rock climbing, when I'm skydiving, Hell, actually, uh, if I'm skydiving, I'm not allowed to have anything on me, dude. I can't have my phone or anything. So, But like, that's a good example. But you know, when, I'm w- when I'm mountain biking, my phone's in my back in my back, right? So if I want to stop and get a pic or a video, I have to stop. I have to take the backpack off. I got to take the phone out. And I'm sure there's a better way to do it. But the whole point is, is to remove it from my access so I can live in the moment, yep. enjoy the conversation if I'm riding with some buddies or my fiance or whoever else. And, and just enjoy that experience. And don't get me wrong, I, I have a very busy Facebook feed. Dude, I have a shitload of photos posted in my feed. I got 40, approaching 4,500 freaking friends on Facebook because I get around so much. I'm in so many online circles. So I, I'm the online guy, dude. Like, yeah, I'm trying to grow my brand. I'm trying to get myself out there. I do, I'm doing more public speaking. I have a podcast show. So yeah, okay, my likes are increasing. My friends are increasing. But in the end, to your point, I have to reinforce what you're saying. We have to know when to unplug. We have to. Yeah. We have
0: to, and it becomes essential. Like at at certain points in our life, when we're playing family game nights, and this is—I'll give an example that went back to when I was 15 years old. My family, we always—my mom actually made—and my sister, I'll give her credit. She basically—they—they said that while we're playing family game night, you need to put your phone away. Hmm. And at that point, Scott, I was 8, 17 years old. I had a, a fucking Nokia non-flip phone that, yeah. you know, you could dial and text 15 people at a time, but you got charged 10 cents per day. <laughs>
1: yeah, was 5, 10 you know cents a like, yeah, yep. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, Nowadays, we got unlimited text, Now right? it's
0: unlimited text, unlimited call it, whatever. Unlimited data, which is insane. But, you know, and at that point, I was using that phone, and I would try to sneak it. And my sister would be like, hey, no phones at Family Game Night. And I'm like, you, you know what? All right, all right, all right. But it's so true. So it's your like, sister
1: had to say that.
0: My sister, who's wow. younger than me.
1: Well, oh, she was younger?
0: A year and a half, yeah, year and a half. Little young a little, young, a little
1: youth wisdom right there.
0: She's very mature and she's a very bright, bright person. And she she kind of, you know, she would enforce that. And that kind of mm. moved on in, in my life throughout all family game nights. And that's our rule. We have family game night, you gotta put your phone away. Okay. That's it. And I think that's the key. Like it's not about putting your phone away forever.
1: Okay. Because
0: as an entrepreneur, I I, I call myself an entrepreneur because I, you know what, I, I listen to this podcast. You told me to listen to podcasts. I listen to the CEO of Patagonia. And he has a very famous quote that he heard from somebody else. And he said, if you want to define an entrepreneur, look at a juvenile delinquent. Because they break all the rules. They don't conform to what other people want them to do and they don't really accept no for an answer. And that's kind of, you know, that's kind of how it, it kind of happened. That's, that's kind of how I'm looking at life in general. And it's, it's like, it's okay to have your phone, but you got to change it up and you got to be without your phone when certain people are with their phone.
1: I totally that, agree. That's I mean, kind of
0: one my message is what it is.
1: So. I mean, obviously I was showing my hat. I'm a huge supporter of Patagonia. I Colorado. love, right? Colorado, everything, dude. It's a, it's a way of life. Mm-hmm. It truly is. It's a lifestyle brand. We even make fun of it sometimes because like Patagonia has got more mainstream and a lot of people buy it now for style and they don't understand the meaning behind the brand. And if you actually follow a little tidbit of Patagonia and you see what they're doing in South America and you see that they're actually helping people not just buy up the land, but return it right? Absolutely. And return yep. it to the people. That's powerful. Okay. There's, there's, there's not a lot of organizations out there doing that. And um, he, st-
0: he started not even wanting to build a business. Nope. He's like, I just want to build clothes that are reliable, that come organically from you know, nature. So a brand that
1: he not- could stand behind.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, And, and, I think and, that's, and all that's where what it's at.
0: We, what we all want to do. Right.
1: So and this is this is actually a good transition, man, because like we do have to bring the show to a, a close at some point. I know. But I feel like I, feel like I feel like you lot, and I can right? rap for a while, man. Like it's it's uh, been so about this, an hour, so yeah. This yeah. is why I love podcasting because you never know where the conversation is going to go. And I knew you and I would connect really, really well after our chat at the bar that night. And uh, I could actually say you've over delivered uh, when it comes to. Again, it just reinforces when I tell people all the time that age truly is only a number. You've got a great amount of wisdom already at a young age. And unfortunately, due to life experiences. I mean, not unfortunately. We're going to go ahead. Let's 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 transfer that to fortunately. Fortunately, due to life experiences, right? The loss of your father is definitely unfortunate. But yeah. wow, dude. Look at the powerful shit that you're able to pull out of that. Yeah. How easy is it to dwell on the negative? You don't have... Okay. Well, I the think negative, the negative is short term. What's the long term?
0: Yeah. You know, when you, uh, when you lose somebody so close to you for the first time and it becomes something and it's something unexpected and you don't really understand why or how it happened or the method behind it, you start to doubt yourself. And what me and my siblings and my entire family went through is tragic. Okay. But when I got back from Syracuse, for about a month I was in this cloud where I didn't really know what I was doing. I was I didn't really know who I was and I still had to continue on with my schooling hmm. because it was my last year of some, my last semester of school forever. Yeah. Which is well,
1: insane. No, now now you that. got the classic people that people people post this on their fucking profile when they're not going to a traditional school. Oh, I'm a graduate of the hard school like school knocks of life or knocks of light hard knocks whatever the hell you want to call it hard knocks I, hard knocks yeah i'm like dude all right yeah but are you are you living it and that's what you're finally entering man like you're leaving the collegiate now I'm you're done. now you're getting I'm into done. the real learning yeah which technically you're already doing you weren't just a collegiate you're working your way through the collegiate process so you're already living the hard knocks so to speak
0: you know i think if life teaches you anything it teaches you how to deal with troubles and it teaches you how to deal with things that will come up that you have no control over. And I think the key to dealing with those things that happen is understanding that they're going to happen not to only you, to other people. And you cannot let them burden you and bring you down because it's easy to give up. And that's the hardest thing to understand. It is so easy to just say, no, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to do this. I'm giving up. I'm going to be whatever I want to be, but I'm done. I'm not I'm not going to try anymore. And that was the hardest thing I had to deal with because I found myself watching TV over and over and over again and just trying to stay alone. And I think the you know, the biggest thing that I learned in this time period, and I know my family learned, is that no matter what happens, your family is going to be there. And no matter what happens... You cannot let it defeat you because once it defeats you, that's it. And you have to fight. I will never stop fighting. I will never stop giving up. I'm always going to push and I'm always going to make myself better each and every day. And I'm always going to try to help other people in ways where I can motivate them to be their better self. And that's why I'm trying to learn from the best. And that's why I'm trying to grow my business. And that's why I'm trying to grow my career. So eventually I start my own business and I, I can be an entrepreneur that, you know, I listen to on podcasts. Yep. But you have to be humble. And that's a key. Um, A lot of people, they start something and they get to the point where like, oh, I, I, I. Whenever I speak about anything I do or anything that I've started, if I have team members, it's a week.
1: And you mentioned right. that and I thought that was wonderful with the whole not for profit initiative. You realize that, I mean, again, I give you props just for a simple 40 person attending attendance. I, ch- again, I've challenged new events with lack of legitimate marketing to get a almost 40, 50, hell greater than 20 attendance at an event. And this was the first ever not for profit activity and I don't want you to lose that because I think that's a great testament to not just having the right message the right communication the right initiative but also the right team and you brought that up from the beginning like dude mm-hmm. it was a we factor man like he, you couldn't have pulled it off without having some like-minded people willing to step up with you and i've always told people that like yeah as a solopreneur or an entrepreneur i tell people all the time like yeah it's just me and my company but when i got something i got to accomplish that i don't know how to do or i don't want to do i hire a va or I outsource it to another agency because technically that creates the we. Okay. So exactly. yeah, I don't have physical employees. Hell, my client doesn't have physical employees in the HVAC. Actually, she just have one or two, um, but she outsources it to me. She needs me on her team to help her grow her company. It's teamwork, man. Like there's that classic statement. Teamwork makes the dream work. And if I could speak to any future
0: entrepreneur,
1: yeah, Let's good timing, by the way, because you, you still got to give us some final words of the episode. So, so this, this like, would, this, be, this would be great. Yeah.
0: If, if, if I could speak to any entrepreneur or, or future business owner, you are going to deal with situations that you're not going to be familiar with. You're going to have people come and join your team and they're going to leave you because of personal issues. They're going to leave you because of they don't like the way you run things. They're going to leave you because you're the boss and they don't believe in your message the most important thing that you have to understand is that it comes from here, but what it make, what makes it grow is from your heart and the passion that you have drives the success of your business. And that is all will drive. That is all that will drive you to be successful and you can't give up. You lose a person, you gain another person. It happens. I've, it's happened to me multiple times. You just have to you have to keep fighting, and I'll never
1: stop fighting. Well said, sir. Never Thanks. stop fighting, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Well, listen, hang tight. I want to give you a proper goodbye. Off of that energy, Absolutely. I don't want to lose the pump. Okay. To our listeners, guys, I'm going to go ahead and share the screen one more time, real quick. Okay. Check them out. They're on Facebook. They're on Twitter. And they're on their Instagram. Okay. So right here, we got again. It's at unplugged cny. Okay, center central New York. Okay, we got them on Instagram. I'm going to go ahead and pop, pop over here. We got them on Instagram. Y'all, I mean, their website will be launching when?
0: I'm looking to launch a website in the next two
1: months. Let's go with 2018. Boom, 2018. perfect. All right? I love it. You know, Not for profit, you're starting somewhere. And I'll, I'll try and, it in and help you out with that. And then on the, also in the screen share, if you're looking for inspiration and motivation, we have to thank Jonathan for bringing us, you know, Powell Kuchinsky, dude. I'm going to go, Absolutely. this guy's got his own website. It's powellconsensi.com. So there you go, John. Like, dude, you gotta, you gotta reach out to that guy. Um, I'm going to I'm I, 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 I would love to see you guys do some more work in the, and he's very inspiring and it totally aligns with what you guys are doing. So I'll stop screen sharing here for John. But again, to our ladies, to the gentlemen that are listening to everyone around the world, cause I have other countries listening too. thank you for listening to another live the fuel podcast. Again, follow him at unplugcmy.com. Don't give up, keep hustling, get after it, And like we always close out the podcast show with, keep living the fired up epic life, people. And we'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel fans. Quick commercial break. Uh, before we close out the episode, just wanted to give you some extra tips and tricks before we send you on your way. So, again, thank you again for listening to the Live the Fuel show. I hope you got a lot out of this recent episode. Uh, more importantly, please subscribe to this show if you haven't subscribed yet. Stay in touch, get me some feedback, submit a review on iTunes or Stitcher, and get us there, the voice of you, the listener, so we can build this content back into the show and make sure that I'm actually taking you, the listener, into this uh, design and future as live the fuel grows so again subscribe submit a review stay in touch heck on that point go visit live LiveTheFuelTank.com. tankcom live the fuel tank.com. that will take you to the link to our private Facebook group community where you can join and I can stay more in touch with you going forward outside of the podcast world all right last quick little piece here for you guys some extra value one go to livethefuel.com main page. You'll see on there, we have our free resources guide. If you are looking for free content and not having to pay for it, consider getting on my email list. You click on the button, send me my copy, get your super sevens resources guide. There's over 21 of my favorite online resources that I built into this little uh, electronic guide for you guys. There's no cost. It'll just be emailed to you just by hopping on my email. Again, just thank you for listening. I want to give you some value. A second piece of my little extra nuggets of knowledge, if you want to call it this, is go to the resources section on the site. In there, I have three columns, health, business, lifestyle, and Two right off the bat that I want to make sure you guys are taking advantage of is number one EatPillyNuts.com and number two VillaCapelli.com their logos are on the site you got a big bowl of nuts there and you got a cool big V Power V logo both of those if you use the discount code FUEL F-U-E-L you will get 10% off at checkout so take advantage of that please and thank you And more importantly, there's other companies linked on there. Uh, My nutritional and health alignment with IsoGenics since 2010, uh, the Pure Vitamin Club company for their kick-ass magnesium B12 and an awesome multi-cap. There's some additional business resources on there. Number one, Singularis IT. I go mountain biking and road cycling with the founder, This is a legitimate IT company. I don't care where you are in the world. You can use their services. We're talking about serious white glove level services. I've moved all of my IT solutions over to them, and I outsource them regularly for any future and onboarding clients down the road. And lastly, but not leastly, David Studio. If you have no clue who this guy is, Guess what? He is my new audio engineer. This is the guy I've been having making it happen behind the scenes. I found him through the Fiverr world. So if you search for David D-A-V-I-D studio on Fiverr, you can track this guy down. But guess what? He's also on the Upwork platform. He's on the People Per Hour platform. You can search for him through his real name. I've never literally physically met this guy or talked to him in person. We haven't just met through the online world. But if you search for E-M-I-N, that's I believe pronounced Emin and uh, Fickick, which is F as in Frank, I-K-I-C, you can search for him in Upwork people per hour, Oh, more importantly, just go to Fiverr like I did. But if you are a podcaster or somebody just looking to get quality audio engineering, this is your guy. So again, guys, I'll let you get back to your day. Thanks again for listening to Live the Fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for
0: listening to Live the Fuel. Visit us at LiveTheFuel.com. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at Live the Fuel. Live the fired up, epic life. Hashtag Live the Fuel.